0: The purpose of this podcast is to create a library of stories about the unique struggles, journeys, and experiences of mothers. I hope these stories instill more compassion and empathy while uniting women and motherhood. Why are millennials having kids later in life? Jen Smith and I dig deeper into the fears behind starting a family and why it may seem more difficult than past generations. Jen lives in Ojai, California with her husband, Stan, and their dog, Cruz. They've been together for 7 years and plan on starting a family in the near future. Hi. Hey, Jen. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. So, I'm really excited to have you on here because you're kind of a special guest, kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um Jen is cousin, but we call each other sis cousins, short for sister cousins,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because be, because our moms are sisters and our dads are brothers. Right, and that's not incest. It's not incest. You always have to to remind people that they always say, (laughs) wait, what did you just say? Yeah, it's not incest. It's completely, I wouldn't say it's completely normal. but It's legal. It's It's legal. legal. Yeah, it's legal. (laughs) It's a better word for it. (laughs) Um, But anyways, um, Jen is on here to kind of talk to us about... um, the journey in becoming a mom and what that those fears may be and kind of what it's like to be a millennial trying to start a family, um, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and start off um, Okay. and go ahead and talk to me a little bit about like, did you always want to have kids and what you kind of envisioned for that growing up? Um. I wasn't really the type of person that was like,
1: I mean, I always envisioned myself having a family, but I I wasn't really one of those people that was like, I want a baby. I never really was into babies. I'm the youngest of my family. So I felt like I didn't really have a lot of experience just being around like kids and younger people than me. And as you know, I mean, I'm one of the younger people in the family. There's only two people younger than us in our whole huge cousin kind of set up so right I wasn't really you know around babies and toddlers as much really the only ones I was around were your siblings right um so when I was younger I didn't really put much thought into it I don't think I really thought about it I was pretty career driven I think more so than family driven but I always knew I wanted to be married and have kids at at some point of course, you know, but when you're younger, you're like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to go to college, meet my husband, be married by 23, like have kids <laughs> by 24. And, you know, obviously I'm 30 now and I've done one of those things. Um, But it's it's one of those things that I think when you're younger, you ha- kind of have this vision of how things are going to go. You don't really have a lot of experience
0: in those things. So, yeah, totally. makes Yeah. Sense. Yeah. Um. So, so then you'd say, so you did think that you were going to have kids at a younger age. I guess I did.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I did when I was probably in high school.
0: Yeah. Um, up you until, just, you know, you feel like... You feel like 26-year-olds are just so old when you're right. in high school. Right, exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, anyone that's 10 years older than you when you're 16 or older yeah. is, like, oh, my God, they're so old. They're, like, out it's of college. So,
0: it's so true. And then you yeah. turn 26, and you're, like, I am
1: so young. <laughs> oh I'm, God, like, college was literally yesterday. Like, I don't feel – like. I mean, I still feel like that, but, um <laughs> yeah, so – I think once I started getting a little bit older, like college came around and then I was like, literally when college came around, I was like, that wasn't even on my radar, like at all. It was more just like boys and going out and having a good time. So I wasn't really, I've I've never really had like that. I need to have a child like by this time. Um, I think whenever I did have that in my mind, it was kind of like a false (laughs) conception of like how things really go um just because right. when you're a kid you really have no idea
0: so where are you right now as far as your journey on having kids
1: so Stan and I as you know I've been married for two and a, almost a half years or yeah two and a half years yeah. um and we've been together for almost seven um wow. yeah <laughs> yeah it's weird <laughs> to say that out loud I don't typically say that but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're kind of just, we just moved into, you know, a semi new house. Um, we have a dog together, which is like basically our baby. And we've done really well with that. Um, So we're, so we're definitely like, on the way, like it's gonna happen relatively soon. Um, not sure when, but
0: um, it's definitely way more on my radar than it's ever been in my whole life. So Yeah, now that you're so you're 30, now you're starting to kind of feel a little bit of the little bit of the itch.
1: Yeah, you know, and I think also like I've told you this obviously so many times, but I think you having kids really was, I was able to kind of just see that it wasn't like this unattainable or unrealistic thing for me. I think once you started having kids, it was like okay, like you know, it's hard. It's not glamorous, but it's something that's like I being with your girls like has been such an honor for me and I've definitely gotten a way more comfortable with being with, um, you know, infants and toddlers and changing diapers and being around just kids in general. Um, I think that, you know, that was something that totally opened up my eyes a little bit more. I think I was a little bit more fearful of it, um, before you started having kids. I think that was definitely a big turning point for me.
0: I was going to say, so what are like your biggest fears around having children? Because I'm I'm sure there, a lot of people can relate when it comes to fears around all of it.
1: Yeah, um, a lot of fears. Um, For beginners, like, you know, just being financially stable, I think is like the number one thing that comes back to me again and again. And that was always kind of like, what stopped me in the past when, you know, and, and I mean, I knew I was going to be with Stan from, you know, pretty early on. So it wasn't like I didn't feel stable within my partnership. It was more just like, what am I doing for work? Do we have the room? Do we have money? Which, because, you know, you, when you get older, you hear all these things like, Oh, the doctor bills are this amount. And, you know, you have yeah. to have this and this. And I think there's a lot of pressure on women. And, and it's funny because I, I, this has happened a lot more as I've gotten older and a lot of my friends, have been having kids around me and it's like you know there's a lot of pressure of like you have to have this you have to have like this stroller you have to have this thing and and yeah. and I don't really you know it's not something that like I'm super into but I feel like the pressure in in general with our generation is definitely there I think with like our parents it was more just like you have a kid and like you figure it out you pull a drawer out of the out of the dresser yeah. and you use it as yeah. a crib like people just didn't it wasn't the way that it is now it's like very glamorous and like Instagram and Facebook and design of the crib and the nursery it's like all so there just seems like there's like so many things to it and you know everybody tells you you know your, your body's gonna change and your life's gonna change and you're never gonna sleep anymore and I think that that's also like you know I hate to say like that I'm selfish but I definitely like my life and so that's yeah. something that i know will change and i mean i'm not saying that there's only negative things that attribute to my you know my life or th- this trajectory of my life but like right. i think that it's definitely something that you you hear and you see and as you get older it becomes more of a reality than like oh a baby would be so nice it's like well yeah it's a baby but like it's a human Like, yeah, it's like, it'll eventually be the same age as you. So
0: I think that is
1: something that I've definitely, as I've become more mature and like kind of seen more and had more experience being around parents and families, I think that is, those are a few things that definitely first come to mind. And of course, you know, you always want to be a good parent and you're like, okay, am I, am I like totally you know chopped up for this like i don't oh for sure you know it's I mean, one of those things that you don't you never know insecure,
0: all those insecurities and stuff you just relive all of it you know right. as, as a parent and so you don't want to be giving that on to your kids and so i'm totally. sure totally all of that stuff is fearful and it's funny that you touched too, on on body image because i just was on a flight and um, i'm pregnant right now and i'm standing there and these three girls are sitting we're I'm on the airplane. We're about to get off. They're sitting on the plane. We're waiting, and they don't know I'm standing right behind them. And one of the girls is like, "Yeah, I mean, a kid would be so cool. Like, I like kids, but it just destroys your body. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. Like, pregnant bodies are absolutely <laughs> disgusting." And I oh was just like, "Oh my god, this is where we are today. Like, women are saying that." we're disgusting when we're pregnant. Like that is horrible that that's the kind of image that we have now. Like we have to have these perfect bodies, you know, it's, it's just like, it's very sad. So I know yes. that there is a lot of pressure to, to maintain your, your aesthetics and your looks. And, and so, yeah, that's definitely a big one. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. So, and I think, so sure. I think our generation, especially, which is, we we're kind of an interesting breed of millennial because we had the internet, but we didn't really have it to the point of like where you know it maybe maybe you know tw- early twenties, late teens now have, and it's like yeah. it's so you know with Kylie Jenner and just yeah. like
0: social media, it's it's an
1: yeah you you have this like expect unrealistic expectation of what things are supposed to look like, what you're supposed to look like. And I think that, you know, that really skews people's views of what reality is and what reality is, is, you know, like our parents, like, (laughs) like they're a perfect example. Like, you know, you, my mom got pregnant and they, they lived in Hawaii at the time and moved back. And it's just like, you just do what you got to do. It's not like this whole everything is so orchestrated now yeah it's such
0: a show now everything totally like oh
1: here's my wedding look at all my photos look at this look at that look at my you know my perfect life my perfect family and I mean you and I know that there's no such thing um (laughs) no (laughs) but I think it's it's interesting because it's like I say that but then I just see all of these things and you know that that's obviously affecting your mind you know what I mean like regardless of what you think and then I think of people younger than me and that really like totally freaks me out because they're so much more they're like a sponge they're taking up so much so much more of the data in social media it's just like uh, I mean that's definitely something I think that's attributed to like the culture of having a baby and what that what goes into that and
0: yeah, I just yeah. read actually that millennials in particular are getting married, having kids, and buying a home later in life, and those are like yeah. three really big milestones in adulthood, I guess you would say. Uh-huh. Um, and so, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think millennials are having kids at an older age and getting married at an older age and and buying a home at an older age? I mean, besides the fact that we live in a place where buying a home is <laughs> almost impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: well, that's the money
0: is definitely
1: there. Um, but I, I also think that, you know, I think we, we can take our family, for example, like, our grandparents had kids, you know, in their very early 20s, if not teens, right? Our parents kind of waited a little bit longer. And yeah. we've kind of waited a little bit longer. And I think my mom kind of, and and I'm not sure if this is just a generational thing, or if it's a personal thing for me, because, you know, it's hard for me to say other people's experiences. But I find that they've always pushed, not pushed me, but gently nudged me towards like, do it when you're ready. Like, don't feel right. pressured to get married. Don't feel pressured to buy a house. Don't feel pressured to have a kid if you're not ready, if you don't feel ready. And I think that right. that's definitely a cultural shift. I think that our parents, it was kind of like, oh, whatever, we're pregnant, you know, you go to the doctor. Dah, 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 dah. Well, like, you just kind of yeah. go through life and it's just not it's not we don't scrutinize we we didn't scrutinize things as much then I think as we do now and kind of more, were more calculated and also you know birth control and all of those things yeah. are so much more advanced now like you know you don't have to have a kid if you don't want to so yeah. that is a whole nother thing but I think also you know the social pressures like we talked about of just living this perfect life and if you don't feel like you can handle a kid either financially or just like emotionally or mentally um yeah then that's just not gonna happen for you and and for and I think also like ki- people were out of the house at 18 like now
0: I was to, just gonna say you go to my college parents didn't, yeah my parents didn't even go to college so right. it was like same once they're out of the house it was just like we work and like right. what's next in life you know we work and we 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 have kids like you that's get married you, you have kids yeah exactly um, and I think that um, yeah, go ahead I was just gonna say, I also think you kind of briefly touched on it um, in the very beginning when you said you're career driven. And I feel like as a female too, it's, it's difficult to want to have children and also have that career. It's not easy to, to have your career and also to have kids. And so I think totally. a lot of times women are going to college and then having their career. And so once they even get their career started and, 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 have it actually going it's we're already in our 30s and so then it's like oh crap I think you know I think I'm supposed to have kids now you know (laughs) like what I think that's the next step so I think I think that's a big part of it too totally and I mean most
1: kids these days I mean and I say kids but you know anyone like my age or five years younger than me are (laughs) going back home after college I mean people leave school with these in you know these crazy loans yeah that they have to yeah. pay off and it's it's so difficult to even I mean especially in California and Silicon Valley where we grew up and then yeah. obviously you know Southern California is not easy either um yeah and you you have those types of things sets, you have to deal with it sets everything yeah, it sets back. you back yeah right. exactly sets everything that's everything so
0: true so um what are your expectations around being a mom and do you feel like you are sufficiently supported and informed formed in your journey to starting a family? Hmm. That's a loaded
1: question. Um, (laughs) I think that I feel like I'm definitely supported. I have like a lot of really strong women role models, you included, um, that have really obviously helped me throughout my whole life. So I definitely don't feel like I'm unsupported in that. I feel definitely that I have the resources and the people that I need for that, especially, you know, obviously my partner as well.
0: Right. Um, what was the second part of the question? Like, do you feel like you're informed on like oh. how and like how you're how it's going to be like how you're going to get pregnant, how you're going to have a baby? And like, do you feel like these things are like given to you? or Do you kind of feel like, oh, like what like what do we do? kind of a thing
1: so my whole stance on getting pregnant and this is like my personal and everyone's journey is different but yeah my personal thing is I just want it to happen naturally and of course that doesn't always happen for everyone um yeah but that's just something that the path that I would really love to go down and I'm sure most people would love to go down that too um and I think informed I think that's that's hard to say because when, when, and I keep going back to this, but like when our moms were, were having us, like there was just not that much information, right? I mean, there was like what your doctor told you and like maybe what your, you know, your girlfriends and your mom and whoever your women's circle was. But to be honest, like there wasn't, I, I almost feel like the information overload is too much. I think there's so many different ways to go about it, which is awesome because there are the resources like online and doulas and, um, midwives and all those things are coming back, which I think is awesome. I think women having community and being able to speak about these things is huge. Um, right. But I also believe that more information is dangerous and or overwhelming to the point oh, where sure. people are like, oh, I read like you're supposed to, you know, breastfeed this, you know, this many times in a day or you have to wait this many hours or this this amount or this long. And it's like, you know, you get all this different information. So I think the hardest thing is going to be finding my way through all of the noise and what people say you should do and what you shouldn't do. And I think things were so much more simple, you know, a few generations ago. Now it's become just, you know, there's all these blogs and all these moms and all these different types of doctors. And, you know, do you want to do a home birth? Do you want to do natural? Do you not want to do either? Do you need to have a C-section? And I I mean, I think like my mom, for instance, like (laughs) she didn't even do a sonogram with me because they were so early and she didn't trust the technology, which she's kind of like that type of person. (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> she didn't trust the technology and it's so
0: nuts it's so nuts. <laughs> had no idea
1: who, you know, what what I was, which is fine. I mean, a lot of people do that. They don't find out the sex.
0: Um didn't I know. didn't know that. She didn't know what you're what no. you were, okay, No. Okay, did
1: And I was breech and I had the um umbilical cord around my wrist, I believe tight was it was pretty tight once i was actually she was actually in the hospital with me and they actually did a sonogram eventually right. um and so she ended up having a c-section which was not planned so i think then it was kind of just like you know you did whatever your doctor told you and it was just things that just kind of went that way and now it's all like oh well you can have this you know planned c-section and you like you make an appointment and you have it or this this and that and i just there's so much i think it i think it's Sometimes I feel like the fear comes from just being so overwhelmed with how much information there is
0: I was just and how many stories that. you hear. It's almost like ignorance is bliss. Right. Bit. Like you don't totally you don't know, you don't know about all the things that could go wrong. And so you're just like, Oh, yeah, we got pregnant, we're gonna have babies. But now it's like, we do have social media and the news right at our fingertips. And so mm-hmm. you see like, babies being born with deformities and Mm -hmm. issues and moms having issues with pregnancy and stuff and and so yeah I mean I I I think I have to agree with you on that one
1: yeah I think and but but too I mean just like the information age is so awesome because it's like you can
0: look up oh you
1: you know you got this crib you're like I don't know how to put it together you can look up a freaking YouTube video of it and there it is you know it's just like like better
0: prepare for find any
1: yeah any information that you want but you know the flip side of that is you've got all this information, like, what are you going to choose
0: to do? So how do you think you're going to be able to like, process all this information (laughs) and like, still be able to like, listen to yourself? Because I mean, I know that that's a big thing too, for a lot of moms, even when they become moms, you know, but I'm sure be in the process to having a family. How do you like, how do you do that? You know,
1: I wish I had all the answers um, <laughs> for that just because no, I really do wish I had the answer. and especially because it's it's hard for me to speak about being a mom when I'm not. Um, right.
0: But I also think that, you
1: know, I just mean like
0: in becoming a mom too.
1: right. and it de- I think it depends on your personality. Like for me, I'm a pretty I have a pretty strong personality, I would say. And I don't get swayed super easily. So I'm the type of person that's like, if something's working for me and like, you know, as long as it's not like a danger to my child, like I think I'm just going to go with what's working and not like, you know, what so-and-so says or this doctor says or whatever. I think that you kind of have to pick something and try it out. And if it works, great. Something else, I think that you have to, have an open mind, and I know that we all have these, like, expectations of, like, oh, it's going to be so great, and my baby's just going to sleep through the night, and, like, all <laughs> this, you know, like, it's going to be so nice and easy, and, like, for me, I think watching you, and, I mean, you didn't have, like, super traumatic births or anything, but um,
0: I think just seeing that it changes your life. Right, well, <laughs>
1: well no, I mean, yeah, it definitely it changes does. your life, but more, <laughs> more so that, like, you know, it just happens and you like you figure it out. It's not, it's not something that like, you're going to, you're not going to die. Like, I mean, whatever you, you will eventually, but like you, it's not going to like kill you. Like you're going to get stronger from it. You're going to, you're going to go through intense emotion. And, and for me, I'm like, I just expect the worst, which is probably like not the greatest thing, but I've always been kind of those, one of those people that's just like, Oh, well, you know, like if I don't, you know, that the baby comes out and there's, you know, something wrong with him or her, then we just deal with it. Like at that, at that point, like it's one of those things where you kind of have to just roll with the punches. And I think that that's super hard for a lot of people because a lot of people are planners. I mean, I am a planner at like in some ways, but I'm also someone who I, I like to go with the flow at, at certain things. So we'll see how I right. am with that. We'll see. We'll see how that actually turns out. Um, I was I'm just going like to say, because
0: you, because you said you're just kind of going with the flow as far as having a baby too. Yeah, And, and I'm, yeah. Hard, hard planners. Sometimes what happens too, is they think they're going to get pregnant. They're like, okay, I'm ready to get pregnant. And then it doesn't happen right when they right. think they're going to, It's they're going to, because pre- it can take a long time, sometimes yeah. years. And, um, and so when, when it's not happening too, you, are like, what the F is going on? Like, what's happening here? What, what, um, so you're not on, sorry, I'm going to ask you some personal questions. I That's hope fine. you don't mind. Now so you're it. not, <laughs> you're, are you on birth control right now? No. Okay. Did you know much about your cycle? Like how long were you on birth control for? Um, mm, 13 years. So did you know much about your body or, or your cycle, your menstrual cycle, like before you got off birth control? No. No. Do you think you're learning a lot more about it now that you're off? Yeah. You know, my cycle really isn't like super
1: uh, dramatic. I mean, yeah, as, it's kind regulated. Really, right. Like I don't really like sometimes I'll have cramps. Like, and I'll be like, oh, and then I'll, I'll be get really, really mad at my husband. And I'll be like, oh, like I'm PMSing.
0: like (laughs) Those are the
1: things that like, I I have those two things typically,
0: and that's pretty much it. Um, But you're tracking it now and you weren't having to do that before because you used your pills.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I never tracked it. Like, it was just like, it would come on that day, no fail. I had never had a scare. I'd never taken a pregnancy test before. I never had any like experience with that at all so this is completely new for me
0: yeah I feel like that's another thing that like we don't really talk about as women too I mean I hear it it's so common and I hear women always being like I didn't know like when you even ovulated I didn't know that you had to have sex like at a certain time in my in my cycle to get pregnant like no. you know, I didn't know it's like you don't know these things and no. it's like because th-
1: all you're thinking about is not getting pregnant.
0: You're like, yeah.
1: when can I have sex when I'm not going to get pregnant? That's, <laughs> that's, so that's what you think. I'm like, I don't care about. And what's funny is like, we actually should be teaching people that because that's like something to be like, oh, if you don't want to get pregnant, like don't
0: have sex during this time. Like it's probably yeah, exactly. better for you to not do that. Like Which knowing is, when you're going to get pregnant is probably right. good to know when to not get pregnant. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I think that education is super important. And I obviously think that we don't educate our kids enough. I mean, my mom barely talked to me, and she'll probably kill me for saying this, but she barely talked to me about anything like that. Like, she didn't even remember when she got her period. Like, she just was like, oh, yeah, I got my period. And that was that. And I just, you know, we're a <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, cool. It's really a lot of good information for me. Thanks.
0: Yeah, you learn a lot from friends. Yeah, I
1: I mean, pretty much everything.
0: like And Google. Down (laughs) to, like,
1: putting the tampon in and all that. Like, I had no idea how to do any of that. So it's, like, you know. so
0: crazy. It is.
1: It's super crazy. And, you know, I had a brother. So it's, like, my mom didn't really have to deal with that before. It was, like, my brother's just, like, whatever, you know. Going through his, whatever, his stuff. But, um, yeah. So I think that, you know, that having your girls I think you are definitely way more enlightened on like okay like this is what we talk about these things like these are these are things that like you would want to know if you were you know 14 or 13 or 9 or however young you are when you get your period like this is what happens with your body this is how it works and I don't think you know and and you you have those really horrible classes in school but Nobody's paying attention because Um, nobody's so embarrassed.
0: (laughs) Nobody's paying attention.
1: All they're telling you is about like, you know, STIs and STDs. And it's like, oh my God, I don't want to even talk about or hear about any of this. This is (laughs) horrific. It's
0: so true. And they don't talk about like about the female cycle. And I think it is supposed to just be like, oh, that's just something your parents talk to you about. And not all parents do. I think that's another like important factor in, in having kids too. Obviously, totally that's like how you have a baby
1: <laughs> exactly and I think learning how to not have a baby is super important too I mean I think that you know birth control education and just family planning would be more of the yeah. word I would like to use family planning education I think yeah. is super important family
0: planning yeah
1: um but yeah it's definitely something that's been new for me um But it's been kind of fun, to be honest with you. And it's been so nice not to take that pill every day. I'll tell you that right now.
0: (laughs) I'm sure. I really enjoy
1: not having that
0: responsibility anymore. Did you notice any differences in your body once you got off of it? Like, did it go haywire or anything like that? Like, did Oh, yeah.
1: My skin kind of went a little bit crazy. It's better now. Um, And, I mean, people will kill me if they have acne because I don't – my skin's (laughs) – been pretty good my whole life. I've been really lucky. Um, But yeah, I definitely like broke out at that certain hormonal time in my cycle, like, never experienced that. Um, Definitely have had more cramps than I ever had. And it's not every cycle, which I'm super lucky. Also, as well, I've had pretty mild cycles. But yeah, yeah, I definitely noticed that I mean, uh, the weight, I haven't really noticed anything different um when it came to that which I was hoping oh yeah I'm gonna get off birth control I'm gonna lose five pounds it definitely didn't happen <laughs> so that's a myth to anyone who believes that it definitely doesn't happen um it's all about diet and exercise <laughs> um yes. yeah so no you know I I noticed like very small changes but I know a lot of people that have gotten off birth control and dealt with massive changes in their skin and their appetite and their um and they're just in their body in general so it's definitely I think it's just different for everybody but me personally
0: I've been lucky I haven't had anything
1: super crazy
0: and so how is your husband with um and wanting to have kids is he like on board is he ready to go too or
1: yeah you know we had that
0: conversation
1: a few different times and of course you know we always there's there's always times where you're like oh god like oh my gosh, like this is going to be so intense. Like we both have this pretty much the same fears when it comes to being parents. I think that, you know, you always think about like, oh, I don't want to be like this. And I don't want to be like that. And you go out to dinner and you see someone and you're just like, oh God, I would never let my kid do that. Or So, and but that's been good, you know, to see that and kind of have that conversation. We definitely are pretty much on the same page, I would say, about everything, um, which has been really nice. Um, But yeah, I think he's definitely ready. I was, I've always been strong in the belief that like, I'm would never have a child unless someone was 100% completely ready at the same time as me. I just didn't, I would never want to push someone to have a child with me, I think that's just something that like, personally, I would never want to do. Um, right, so it was one. Right. It, it was really important for me for, for him to be 100% ready. And like, you know, say that he was ready. And then like six months let- later, say he was ready. I think that that was like something that I was like, okay, like, I believe you, you're ready. Let's do this. So that was definitely a conversation that lasted a lot longer than, you know, just like, oh, let's have a baby. And then I just got off for control. It's definitely not like that easy of a conversation.
0: <laughs> no I'm sure <laughs> and I'm sure most of it like you said before revolves around like stability and and finances and that's the kind of readiness you're talking about totally totally
1: and just having the space I mean we've lived in really small s- spots which you know I'm saying like you anything is possible like we have friends that have brought had a baby in a one-bedroom apartment and it was great like they totally made it work and
0: well, but yeah, I mean, we think about the babies around the world that are
1: being born. Oh my God. So. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> totally first world, like bougie problems over here. But yeah, it was important for me. And I've always been kind of someone who has wanted stability in my life, just in all aspects. And so yeah. that was something that was really important for me. Like I wanted to feel stable in my relationship, in my career, and in my living right. space. to be able to feel good about bringing another human into my family. So I think that that was something that was really important to me personally. And I think my husband as well was the same. Um, so yeah.
0: Well, that makes sense. I I have to agree with you. It definitely makes things difficult when you don't have those things. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for all of your, um, Openness about everything. Oh, yeah. Um, I appreciate you talking to me. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> All right. And I'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any feedback, want to share your story, or know a mother's story that needs to be shared, please message me directly. <small>